Hi, I'm Jimmy Kimmel Almost Live, and you're listening to the 2019 Rehabby Awards right here on Comic Book Rehab. Hi, I'm Paul, and you are listening to Comic Book Rehabs, The Rehabbies, the special award show where we award the best of the best and sometimes the worst of the worst of all of 2019. I am joined by Dave the Mad Hatter, Jimmy Kimmel Almost Live, and just Josh, because he's not wearing his Shrek hat. So, and here we go. Can we get our first award out of the way? Worst podcast host of all time, Paul Zerman. How, how, long, how wow. long did you actually practice that? How long have you been practicing I, that? I, I, I think he ad-libbed I, it. I ad-libbed. He's that talented. You, you act I'm like his old ass can remember <laughs> that much. He went to the bathroom before this. He was clearly practicing. practicing I made a pee-pee break. It happens. All righty. So our categories for the rehabbies. This is our second, second year. annual. Second annual rehabbies. Our categories are best on- ongoing by Marvel, DC, and Independence. Our best Midi, Marvel, DC, and Independence, our best artist, writer, the best events, best comic book media, and our, as always, Slot Bendis Award. Okay, so we are going to start off with our best ongoing Marvel. So the idea is that we pick our top threes I mean, we, or we can give or take. Out. Yep. And uh, we go we go on from there. So I'm going to start off with Marvel. Uh, I think my Marvel for ongoing for my best top three would be the Immortal Hulk, Daredevil and Venom. Dave, Immortal Hulk, hands down. I don't need two others. Mr. Jimmy, I have the complete opposite order of Paul. I have Venom as number one. Oh no, I don't have any order. Oh. I just I just have those oh. three times. Well, well then I have the th- same three as you then. Okay. Mr. Josh. Um mine are very similar. I have the Immortal Hulk at number one, number two is Daredevil, and number three is um Conan the Barbarian. Conan I could have put on the list for an ongoing because it's there, and I think I was going to do that. Um I think that suffers just a little bit from Conan fatigue though as well. I don't think the main series does. It, no, not Conan no, the, Barbarian. Did, the Barbarian. I did complain I, uh, a little bit about they didn't get a, they kept teasing the whole uh, death of King Conan sort of thingy, but it ended it ended satisfactorily. So, so uh, my pick for uh, best Marvel ongoing this year is going to be the second year in a row for Immortal Hulk, and the, my reason for that is I think. I remember that being the one series. Daredevil was close. It was really close. Um, I really enjoy the shit out of that series and what Chip Zdarsky's doing with that. Um, 
uh, but I think Mortal Hulk got more picks of the week throughout the year. So with that, I'm going to uh, pick Immortal Hulk as the best ongoing Marvel series this year. See, my only argument for that is it didn't keep up the steam. And we talked about that on our previous episode. You're the only one that didn't like 25. Jim, uh, Dave and I liked 25. Yeah, but 25. for the majority I think... of the year, it, it, it was full steam ahead. It was Absolutely. only towards the very well, end of the I, year that we had I maybe think like we, two or wasn't three. Wasn't it number 24 was three out of four? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And you're you're so you're going to go on twenty five, which I thought was a literary work of art. It's Dave agreed with me on that one. You didn't. Wait, wait. Did you, you see where your statement was wrong there, and how you know you were wrong? There was two, th- what three words? Because I said go. me and Dave. No, Dave agreed with me. Four <laughs> words. That just disproves your whole argument. Anyway. That's almost like saying Ang Lee directed Hulk. Four words that just disprove your argument. Immortal Hulk, Marvel series of the year. I'm not going to argue. Going. I'm giving it my number one spot as well for Marvel. That, that's Dave. you. I just told you. I only. I, I mean, Venom was my number one, followed by Daredevil. I just. I don't. Are, are you doing your little uh, Olympic sports? Uh, no, no. Well, well I think I think that puts Immortal Hulk at number one and Daredevil for at the number. Two Daredevil spot and then or, what, Venom at number three. I'm okay with that. Those are our three tops anyway. You yeah. Absolutely. Don't get, me, don't, don't get me wrong. We're separating hairs here, but all right. Well, as I announced them last year, winner for Marvel Best Ongoing Series for the second year in a row, The Immortal Hulk. Hulk. Yes, very good. That's not, that's pretty fucking... I don't think we'll that's ever impressive. have something like that again. That's impressive, yeah. Until right now when we go to DC Ongoing. Ongoing. It's Batman. For me, Batman. It's Batman. Hang on, I gotta look at my picks. <laughs> Your <Batman laughs> picks. There are three ongoing series that you read. <laughs> oh, you uh, honestly, literally, Justice literally, League, Justice League was the only pick I had. The literally the only thing I have for DC is Batman. I was like, it's the like only that. ongoing DC I, book I, I, I read. I understand why you guys picked Matt, Batman. It, it, I'm not surprised at all whatsoever. I picked Justice League because I I had some problems with it, but not like. It wasn't as controversial as, as the Batman run was. Justice League was good for the most part, hey. and it felt very it, it it felt very Dragon Ball Z like, which was a lot of fun. But you know what? A little bit of controversy it sells. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't a bigger moment in comics this year than Alfred dying. Absolutely. I don't know if I dis- I don't know if I agree with that. Pick a better one. I don't think anyone cared about Alfred dying because it didn't really. What are you talking about? Everybody cares about Alfred. He, I made, think he wedding... made hundreds a... of dollars what? off of Alfred dying. When was the wedding? Was that this year? No, no, that was, that was last, last, last year. year. Okay, well, that that was a big event. That was a huge event. I that if if we were doing the event of the year, and and I think I, last I, year I we know. probably the, the is, wedding was the Alfred event of died. the year. <laughs> Whether or not you like it, for me and I think a lot of people, because Alfred's alive in Doomsday Clock, and and Doomsday Clock was supposed to take place after the events of of Tom King's Batman. Yeah, but Alfred's which means dead. It, it doesn't fucking matter because he's going to come back very soon anyway. But um, there's there's that question: Is Doomsday Clock fully into our current continuity? Yeah, I mean, towards the end of the year, you're right. I mean, towards the end of the year, it, it was it was questionable whether it was in continuity or not. So, I mean, you're you're you're. I mean, you're right. I can't dispute that. I don't know, but 
But my number so two for my, ongoing my, for ongoing for DCs. Ongoing DC, Batman I have to wins. Bat, I mean, I, Batman. I, even no matter I what think I pick, Batman wins. Batman. I mean, yeah. you had Flash and Detective were my other two on that list as well. Flash was up League. and down. I'd put Justice League above Flash just because there. Were, I didn't read Flash, but I couldn't put Flash on there because you guys. We there were my like, God, was, you were passionate what? about how much you hated Year One. Year One was yeah. terrible, and that was the that thing, was half like, the year. Every, no. no, every was... other arc was bad. Yeah, and then the in between arcs were great. Yeah, the, the but Flash that, War. That's not a Flash great War Flash War. Was, kicked oh my off god, the... it was great. Yeah. Twenty nineteen kicked off with Flash War garbage. Which, with honestly, Flash when it came one. to comic book event, Flash War was up there for me. But it, and, and honestly, it's been that way for, since the beginning of Rebirth. Every other arc for the Flash has been hit or miss. Um. But because of its inconsistency, I gave I gave the, my my number one spot to Justice League because it's been it's just been crazy the whole time. It hasn't been good or bad. It's just been fucking crazy. It's what you want out of a Justice League book. It doesn't seem like anything really matters. A little bit. Uh, well, I, I don't know so much about that, but um, it's just been consistently crazy. I mean, it's 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 never did I feel like Scott Snyder wasn't writing it because it clearly was being written by Scott Snyder. Um, yeah, but I mean, overall, I. I mean, I mean, I think Batman, through and through, as as an ongoing series. I mean, if nothing else, it had us talking the most. Oh yeah, period. Yeah, we had the most talk time on this this show about Batman, about Josh's hatred for poetry and his hatred for good literature. But all of it, all of it. But period. no, it was it was excellent. I, it's going to be one of the quintessential runs in Batman history, whether you like it or not. All right. So clearly, so, Batman, the DC ongoing, DC winner. ongoing, Batman, Batman for the second year in a row. Yes. Best ongoing independent. The, okay. This so was this very is this tough is tough because you got to remember what's ongoing. So for me, um. My top three are Middle West, Gideon Falls, and Ice Cream Man. Gideon Falls, Ice Cream Man. Okay. This was probably the toughest category of all of them for me. Because honestly, if it came out more, Redneck and Baby Teeth are my favorite two ongoing series, period. But Donny Cates got very busy this year, and... Yeah, he did. We didn't get as many of those. We didn't get as much progression. So for that reason, I had this. I had a top five on this, and I couldn't narrow it down. But my my top three are. Well, you can yeah. say your top five if you want. Well, to. Well, it would be those two: Gideon Falls, Middle West, and Ice Cream Man, and Ice Cream Man. <laughs> All right, my number one for Andy ongoing was Die. Um, okay, that's many. There was me. Is it? That's out of twelve. Well then, Middle West. I mean, everything else kind of I didn't really read. So, <laughs> so even though we've been telling you to read, Gideon I Falls, did read. I caught up started, on Gideon Falls, and I just didn't. Yeah. I don't care about any of the characters. What about Ice Cream Man? Ice Cream Man. I don't know. What, he didn't even know what a fucking there's, palindrome was. There's no characters was. Could even get attached to in that. Yeah, there was a palindrome this year in that. Yeah, it didn't. That might be my favorite moment of the year. You not knowing what a palindrome that's was. That's fine. <laughs> I, it, okay. The, the, the um, whole of the series just. This was this. I agree with you, Jimmy. This was a tough category. And even out of those top five, honestly, because we're now doing this after the new year, we got a new Gideon Fault. If number twenty for Gideon Falls was included into last year, runs away with it. I think that pushed the series. 
However, looking at it 19, I honestly think Middle West is my number one. So followed by Gideon Falls and, and then, then Ice, Ice Cream, Cream Man. Man. And those though that's my order. Middle Middle West is my winner. Gideon Falls is a very, very close number two. And a, an extremely close number three is Ice Cream Man. I love all three of those series. Those I mean, there's they're they're all pick of the picks of the week most of the time. Well, I think that that kind of decides it then. Uh the twenty ninth Yeah. What did you put on for your My top? Yeah. Gideon Falls and Ice Cream Man. Yeah, none of mine are similar to yours. I mean, the next closest one would probably be East of West, but I haven't even finished that series. I know it ended at the end of the year, but I didn't get to catch up yet. I'm like five issues behind. So So our winner for twenty nineteen, Rehabby for Best Ongoing Independent Series, Scotty Young's Middle West. Unseating last year's winner, Ice Cream Man. Okay. Wow. So now now now's the tough part. This this is best this best was... overall out of our three winners. Oh. Best overall ongoing oh, yeah, series yeah, this year. Not, that's not difficult at all. It's it's Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with Immortal Hulk. I, I would have went with Middle West. I enjoyed it more this year than You did, but we got three out of four, so yeah. I think it's gonna be Immortal Hulk. I, like I and I'm gonna go with for my reasoning. I'm going to go with, I think Immortal Hulk had many more picks of the week by at least somebody here, including yourself. But although throughout the year, Middle Middle West, Middle West was was the first first very one to be a unanimous. So honorable mention to Middle West. So our best overall ongoing unseating Batman from last year. Is. No, no, it Mortal was Hulk. Ba- no, it was Batman. Was Batman? Was Batman. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, was Immortal Hulk. So we're done with the ongoings. Let's move on to the limited. This was a tough category. This, this, this was so tough because there's so many of them. All right, so for Marvel, I have Absolute Carnage, Silver Surfer, Black, and House of X. I think you missed one, and I'm about to change your whole list around. Well. The one I missed that I thought about afterwards was Symbiote Spider-Man. Nope, you're still missing it. My number one is Silver Surfer Black. My number two was Spider-Man Life Story. Oh, shit. That was the one. And my number three is Absolute Carnage. Silver Surfer Black, that... I've reread that. All right, I'm changing my... I'm going to give you my number one. My list is bad. That was the one I remember. I remember when I was doing... I was going through it. It's like, oh, yeah, I got to put this on my list. And I forgot to put it on my list. Okay. Go ahead. So your your, your number one is what? My number one is also Spider-Man Life Story. And it was very close to my number two. My number two... Made number two just because the very end kind of fell short. And that was Punisher Kill Crew. Um, and then I followed oh, up with fuck. That was it. That was, you know what? That's um, a good one too. My number three is war of the realms. Well, really? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. No silver surfer That's... black on there. That surprises me. Yep. <laughs> Dave. <sighs> so hard. This was, this was a tough this category. Was tough. This was, this was tough. Um, 
I threw Guardians of the Galaxy in there with the Donny Cates run because that was only like a 12-parter, wasn't it? Well, we discussed this the week when you weren't there. It was Guardians of Galaxy is considered not an ongoing, but a mini, a limited series. No, it was the other way around. It was billed as an ongoing. It was billed as an ongoing, but you said we're going to count that as a limited series. We can. Is is that where we're going? Yeah, that's where we're going. So, my top is Absolute Carnage, followed by House, followed by Guardians. No Spider-Man life story. I'm changing it. Wow. I'm changing. I, look, I didn't. When I give my list, it's not by I number one, two, or three. Spider-Man life story. I'm telling you right end. now, I'm so putting I, Spider-Man life story as my top. Wow. Because I forgot about that. So on, I'm going to go. Honestly, with you. I'm not going to argue that. At, and even make because that was. I mean, it was no, neck and neck. No, it was, that, a, it that, was that. That's for the second issue alone. That's best book of the year. That it, second. It was. Issue. It was a coin flip between that and Silver Surfer Black, but. Our best Marvel limited series goes to Spider-Man Life Story by Chip Zdarsky. What gets second place then? Is it Silver Surfer Black or uh, Absolute Carnage? Seems like a tie between those two. Yeah. Honorable, honorable mention to both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's let's face it. There was a lot of good limited series yeah, out of Marvel. all companies from Marvel. Out yeah, of all I, companies. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Dave didn't put okay. uh, Punisher Kill so, on his list. So this is a tough list. DC. Limited series. This was tough. This, this was, was tough. the hardest category for me. Okay, so I got four on my list right I now. I have four as well. Doomsday Clock. Mm-hmm. Not on my list. Last Night on Earth. That is on my list. Harleen. Nope. Deceased. Yes. Dave, <sighs> my your list. list. No particular order. No particular order. No particular Give me a list. Deceased. Okay. White Knight. Fuck. Heroes in Crisis. Okay. And Doomsday Clock. All right. Jimmy. In no particular order. Heroes in Crisis. Doomsday Clock. And let's be honest, they're, they're one and two. That, that was my decision. Uh, in no particular order, except for the first one. Man and Superman, followed by Deceased. And Deceased would be my third. Batman, Last Night on Earth, and Superman, Up in the Sky. Okay. Ooh, I forgot about Up in the Sky. So, does that change things? It might. I re- that Start thinking about like, it. Like I said, I, I'm going to talk. Such a hard you category. You think I'm going to talk. Okay. This I think was the a one tough, made every this list was is tough Deceased, kid. right? This was a tough category well yeah because you don't have to do with stay clock um this was that i surprisingly liked last night on earth way more than i thought i was going i wanted to put it in there but and the same thing you were surprised at how good it was i was it was snyder and capullo i didn't expect it to be good i thought it was just going to be bullshit really (laughs) i did I Give thought me, it was going to be bold. No, seriously. It's the only good thing be... that came out of yeah. New 52 was it's Snyder the and the only Capullo. good New 52 series team. Other than Francis Mandipool jerking himself off in Flash. Hey. And that's only because I'm a Flash fan. And, you know, it's like you like your man solo porn. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, but the the other surprise, I think I would edge out Harleen over that. 
because I thought Arlene was really good. It's a good pick, but I didn't finish it yet. So uh, I as I finished it, and I don't think it's my favorite black label Harley Joker book. I loved Criminal Sanity. That might, it, yeah. Depending how that ends, that, that might. Oh, that, but, uh, the that second issue is too much like Gideon Falls, that, that, and it's my problem. No, no, you're thinking. You're of, thinking of Killer Smile. Killer Smile. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Criminal the only Sanity? reason I didn't oh, put Criminal that on. Sanity. Is because it's wait 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 so wait wait wait, wait does, book. no 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 Harley Joker does that count the second issue second issue came out on Last January first yeah so we only had the first issue right issue, huh? so it's kind of hard to... two two issues it might gave a run yeah but so you only I got one. At least minimum two I mean is, my my number one I thought about this now that it's over even though I wasn't thrilled about the ending that Doomsday Clock start to finish. That's my when pick. you take it as a it's whole, gonna, even though no, it took no, so no, long. I'm gonna. I, it's a limited series. My, my pick, my pick is Doomsday Clock on that. Even though Harleen, a complete run then we through the winner. year. That's that's a close number two for me, but I'm gonna pick Doomsday Clock. I mean, unless because we have a tie for the, re- for the reason. No, I, I'll give you because issue ten. All right. So what's everyone's number the, the one? Contra- What's Doomsday it? Clock. Doomsday Clock. Your number one is Doomsday Clock? A hundred percent. Doomsday your... Clock. All right. So yeah. I guess it wins then. Because issue 10 and issue 11 was at least three of bro- four broke, picks of the week. I broke my he golden rule, rule on of, 10. Uh, yep. I will not. Yep. I won't put something that's delayed that much. 10, on. 11 was so good. I liked number 12. I liked the ending a lot. You guys didn't like it as much as I did. Because it should have come out a year earlier. Yeah, but Um, you're. I know it didn't. Excuse that. So I'll put it at number three. My number two was Deceased, and my number one was Man and Superman. Man and Superman was the best DC anything I read all year. 100 pages. That was the one shot, right? One issue, 100 pages. That was very good. I'm not going to argue that. Amazing. It was probably the best Superman story ever. And it was supposed to come out, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. 15 years ago or something like that? Um, and then it just suddenly came out, and it's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever read in a decade. And honestly, you can put Up in the Sky there, too. Yeah. Up I in mean, the Sky that, is very close that, as that's, well. That's one of those, hey, that's a quintessential Superman. You want to know what Superman is as that's a character? Superman. It's going to lay yeah, it out he on got the table it. for you. Yeah. I mean, once again, Tom King. But yeah, it, Up in the Sky is definitely a Superman story. Man in Superman is, is, a, is a Clark Kent Superman story. Agreed. All right. So that... The- Brings us to lim- mini series well, for independence. Let me announce which is- it first. Calm down, settle down. The 2019 Rehabby oh, Award for DC Best Limited Series goes to Doomsday Clock. Yes, that brings us to Independence Limited can, can Series. We make the, can, can we, we just make, make this, this short real quick? Murder Falcon. It's fucking Murder Falcon. It is Murder. It's Falcon. unanimous. We don't need to talk. Was about there it anything else on your list? Uh, I had Bully Wars. And Black oh, Hammer I forgot Justice about that. League, but other than those two, wow! I had she could fly, Lost Pilot. Of course you did. I liked it series it's a murder, lot. It's fucking murder. Factor. I had I had Once in Future. Oh, Once in Future, yeah, that would have been my third one. No, yeah. hands down, Murder Falcon is number one. And die. Murder Falcon would have been my pick. Oh, easily, it's yeah. Runaway. This is our easiest category. So the winner of the 2019 Rehabby for Best Independent is Daniel Warren Johnson's. Murder Falcon. And best overall, I think it goes the same way. Best overall for what? Limited. Limited. Out of Doomsday Clock. 
Murder Falcon, and, and Spider-Man Life Story. Life Story. I th- I think it's still. Murder I'm still Falcon. giving it to Murder Falcon. Yeah, I give it. Yeah, to Falcon. The, yeah. yeah. So yeah. best overall limited series for 2019, according to our counselors here at Comic Book Rehab, is Murder Falcon. That brings us to writer. 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 This, this was tough. This was a three. This was a three horse race. Let's let's, let's face it. it. It's, I'm gonna say a four horse race, and I'm gonna throw in a little monkey wrench in there for you, maybe. You're not throwing. Okay, so the three: Tom King, mm-hmm. Chip Zdarsky, mm-hmm. Donny Cates. Yeah. Okay. You forgot. Possibly, if we win single issue, because I'm pretty sure it came out this year. Single issue, Charles Soule, Death of Daredevil. That issue alone. Still won't put him above it. I I think that puts him in the running for best writer. I mean, it, it puts him in the running, but. I think that puts him in that category, don't you? But the top, th- the top three just, I mean. Okay, so. I, my, my I got to think pr- about this. Different. Are, 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 okay, so that's Jimmy's three. Who's Tom King. Go ahead. Al Ewing. Okay. I, I got to throw Donny Cates in there because I, I, okay. there's not much that I didn't I like had that came out of him. Number three was Donny Cates. Number two was Tom Taylor for the deceased and, and totally, completely subverting expectations that I was like, another fucking Marvel fuck or another uh, zombie story. This is going to be fucking terrible. And it was amazing. Um, my number one is Jason Aaron. Uh, because Conan has been solid throughout the year. I could see and, that. But, I could have put Jason Aaron in there. Because Thor, the Conan Barbarian has was, been fucking brilliant. He took a, a he took a Marvel fucking event and made it good. Which Marvel events have not been good as of late. I mean, Donnie Case did okay with, with Absolute Carnage in my opinion. I know you guys loved it. But War of the Realms was like an all-encompassing fucking entire Marvel Universe thing. And it turned out okay. It was good. Towards the end, we all, I think, kind of liked it. Okay. So that's so, my picks. My top three. So your pick, your number one pick is? Uh, Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron. And none of you guys picked that. None of you guys picked Tom Taylor. Donnie Case is on my list. So I think you guys probably would, are going to go mean, with Donnie well, Case. Just for well, the pure encompassing... I mean, uh, well, I'm going to go with, I'm going to tell you my number one before you go. And my reason for this is his output for consistency of doing well-told stories. Is it Jeff Lemire? It's going to be Chip Zdarsky. But see, I think, I think I'm surprised Jeff didn't make anyone's list. He, he, he would have been number four for me. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's there, but it's just, you want to talk about you want to talk talk about putting stuff out, absolute carnage, Silver Surfer, Black, Venom, Guardians, Redneck, Guardians, Baby Teeth, Daredevil, Invaders. I mean, th- these have been things that you've been gushing over. How it, well uh, he's been you know, doing. I listen. If both of them had their dicks out. Donny Case's dick would be in Jimmy's mouth. A, it's, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. 
as I'll give you not, that. I'll give you that. On volume levels. Oh, he's trust got, me. He's got trust girth. Me. I but almost saw that girth. happen because he almost did that not in New York. He he's like, wait, wait. A lot wait, of Donnie, it, let me blow you for a little 99% bit. 99% of it has been good. <laughs> There's been some that was, I mean. Even his like stuff that isn't great is still. It's still better than what else there, you know, yeah. most of the other options. So, yeah. I'm okay with going with Donny Cates for. I mean, I, I if if I were to have have to pick one from other everyone else's choices, Donny Cates is who I'd pick. Absolutely not Tom King this year. Um, I did not like Batman. No, he's he's I didn't like you didn't like Batman. No, but crisis. I did. He, I and I, I, I think, think it's a three horse race, and I think Tom Tom King's in there. He's a he's a distant third though. I think this year Zdarsky and Cates. Zdarsky and Cates. I'd have to give it to Kate's just based on the number of good books he he, he wrote. Yeah, but Zadarsky's up far there behind. But I, I'd go with. I Kate's. think Zadarsky's name three. Zadarsky's up there. Spider-Man: Life Story, Daredevil, and what else? Invaders. Invaders. But you weren't yeah, even he, reading. Invaders. I, yeah, yeah, but, but he, still, but Invaders he, he, is not he, as good as any of the other Donny Kate stuff. No, no, it, Invaders. While it was an enjoyable series, was not near as good as other Zadarsky stuff. So, Donnie Cates, is anyone opposed to that being our pick? What are you looking at me for? He well, was you didn't, you didn't give, a, you didn't give your, your number opinion. one. Are you Does it matter? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're number four of the, or uh, one of the four. Counselors. What's your number one? Oh, God, I don't Sp- know. Speaketh knave. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to give my number one? Yes. It'd be you Al You have to. Right, but I... Uh, no one else picked Al Ewing. Right. I, I understand your pick for Al Ewing. Right. He got right. the fucking Marvel so, pick. So, okay, the, let the, me understand. So, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So, your number one was... Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron. And I agree. My number one's Chip Zdarsky. Your number one's Al Ewing. And your number one is Donnie Cates. So, we have a four-way race. Right. But, but nobody else now picked So, now we with go your, to the number two. With, with, but no, th- but you're going with your Olympic scoring. So... Three of us had Donnie Cates on our list. Four correct? of us did. All four of us did. No, I All, didn't have Donnie Cates. He didn't have oh, Donnie Cates. So we had three. So does that make Donnie Cates the winner? I think so. I mean, did three of us have Tom King on? No, I had Tom King on. I Maybe had you Tom did King. have Tom King, yes. But he wasn't anyone's definitive number right. one. We we all. I I would agree that Donnie Cates edged out Tom King this year. Okay. Not edged out, but like surpassed. So him. probably our closest category of the night. But Ryder, I, I figured this was going to be tough. Which Best. is actually pretty awesome because it was close. Because we had so many good books yeah. this year. We had a lot of good books. We we definitely praised. It's good when we have to talk about. Uh, I mean, unanimous decisions are fun, but when we have like a discussion about who to pick, it's always good for the comic book industry. In my opinion, absolutely. So the 2019 Rehabby Award winner for Best Writer, controversial, Mister. <laughs> Midas himself, Donny Cates. Yes. All right, moving on to best artist or artist team, uh, because sometimes you do need to combine them. I had a few picks for this. I had, uh, I had, okay, Martin Marazzo for Ice Cream Man and She Could Fly. Andrea Sorrentino for Gideon Falls. And, well, did Joker kill? Yep. Yeah, Joker Killer Smile, first issue came out. And um, Gary Frank for Doomsday Clock because, again, his art was exquisite. 
for the three issues. Yes, the whole three issues that he did put out for Doomsday Clock this year. And Stephen Sayek for Harleen. Because, God damn, that was some God pretty damn it, I fucking... about that. That was some pretty fucking good art. Yeah, that but, was pretty I mean, if art. If you're looking at those, for one issue alone, Mike Mayhew. Yeah. Technically, Joker Harley was only one book this year. But that one book, I picked that book up strictly for. And as as art. as we told everybody, they yeah. should. Uh, but my top my my top three in no particular order. I put Joe Bennett because that was one of the deepest fall offs you would see from when there was another artist. Yep, I have him on my list. Like he was my number one on my list. I have okay. I have Andrea Sorrentino, and because it was hard for me, I had Trad Moore and Dave Stewart. And you could put Dave Stewart because look at the things that he co- colored this year. I mean, Gideon. Um, Silver Surfer Black. There's like three or four other books that Dave Stewart was on where the colors are stunning. Uh, my number one, strictly for because I think the art tells enough of a story and it's so different and out there and just the combination of the colors and the pencils and the inks was Tradmore and Dave Stewart for Silver Surfer Black. That was the most visually stunning art this year josh i had joe bennett uh he was the first one that came to mind uh the rest after some review i had rafa sandoval from the flash stuff um i really liked when we had some scott collins stuff but i understand that that was mostly because i'm nostalgic for scott collins art on the flash but as far as the rafa sandoval stuff I understand he had to like re he had to redo the designs on the entire Rogues team, and while some of them kind of look goofy, they still look really good. Um, the the art has been the highlight of the flat. Like that's been consistently good throughout um, the run since we got off of. Um, so that surprised me. You don't have Trad Moore on because I- Trad Moore I forgot to put on my list, but <laughs> the number three was um, Jorge Jimenez on the Justice League stuff. <laughs> His art is just f- fucking amazing, um, and it's very sim. It's it's basically the, it's basically a better version of Jorge Jimenez's art, um, but uh, or I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Rafa Sandoval's art. Um, but Jorge Jimenez was my number three, and then I had Gary Frank obviously as well. Because like anytime you look at his shit, it's like, oh man, it's so it's so fucking good. It was it 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 was incredible. It was amazing. Absolutely. Uh, so who's your number one? Number one was Joe Bennett. Joe Bennett. Your number one, Joe Bennett. Um, if you my want the rest of my one. list, I, yeah. uh, definitely Joe Bennett was my number one because of like some of the stuff that came out of Mortal Hulk this year was just visceral, and just it stuck with you, like the, like the I, eyes and the. Like I said, the drop off when he got off that book. I mean, there was a drop off when. Um, Otley got off Spider-Man, but it wasn't as noticeable. It, it almost and didn't even feel like a Hulk book. It didn't feel it like, felt the, like an indie book. We yep. have also we all said this. Right. It was like this feels like an indie book. It didn't ha- like the art is it's fifty percent of that book. Without Al Ewing on it, it probably wouldn't be the same book. And without Joe Bennett, it's not the same book. Clearly, right. we've seen so. Um, 
But also on my list was uh, Clayman. Um, yeah, good pick. Yeah, so, that's a good yeah. pick. I'm surprised he wasn't on my list. I didn't even think of that. Sorrentino and Paul just remind me the art in Harley. Harley, Harley. was just phenomenal. Yeah. Sayek's got to be on that I, list too. Steven Sayek. I honestly think next year when we're talking, I think Clayman's going to be almost unanimous. I think the reason For I didn't have I didn't have Batman, Batman, Catwoman. Yeah. The reason I didn't have him on my list, and I thought of him, was he just wasn't consistently doing stuff this year. He like, was in crisis, but yeah. he didn't even do all the pages on that. Right, that's true. And he did a Batman here or there. He just wasn't consistently like we'd go a month or two without a Clay Man book. So I love Martin. Morazzo, um I love all the stuff he does. Oh, uh, he, he does. He does again great. when we were when you and I were at New York and watching him do a sketch, and he did that Superman. I was like, "Oh my god, that's fucking amazing!" Like his super, the way he did a Superman was again, it was different, and but it was still Superman, and you had to. I mean, that's art. That's something that you have to appreciate. Um, he's he's incredible. Uh, the stuff that Gary Frank did with Doomsday Clock was also, Josh, you're right. It it was st- stupid good. As much as, oh, shit, the book was late, but, God, when we got it, it was like, holy hell. This is this is goddamn good book. I mean, at the we same- sold completely out of number 12, and I over-ordered the fuck out of that book. We completely sold out of that book. And the one name that we didn't mention, Stegman. I forgot about that, that absolute, oh for the first issue for the first issue alone the first issue alone absolutely that was and you know I yeah I'm glad you're, you're reminding me because I did want to mention that um, there, actually Ste- Ryan Stegman on the first issue of Absolute Carnage we gushed over how cinematic that was that first issue again talk about a perfect comic book perfect comic book number one issue of Absolute Carnage number one. That's a perfect comic. You know, it's written well. It's got great art. That's all the things that we want. Uh, the Steven Sick, uh, Harleen, as a series total, that art was pretty. Jesus Christ. And that, that Those covers, a, everything was fucking amazing. And that really with just that seems book. where Black Label's going. Like, the writing's not always on point. But the there hasn't Jesus been bad art. Christ, in a, has there oh, been yeah. a bad even art? Batman Damned? Yeah, has there, you you didn't like the writing, but the yeah. art was, art was we great. couldn't we could that was amazing. Yeah, Hermo, he should be on our list because that fucking art for Batman Damned was fucking amazing. But I really don't think there's been a bad art because that's what it seems like. That's more the focus of Black Label, whether they want to admit it or not. You know the artists on there. I would I would give my number one to. Steven Sayek, if everyone wasn't so damn sexy. So pretty. Yeah. Everyone was so So my number one. I didn't like that. My number one, and as much as I like Martin, I would would absolutely, I'd love to give him number one, but I think I'm going to go with my heart on this, and because there were just times I went, holy fuck, look at this page. Andrea Sorrentino on Gideon Falls. There were just certain pages that she did that was just like, holy shit. This was incredible. So art. surprisingly, in my top three, 
I actually had two teams. I had Dave Stewart with Trad Moore, and I have Andrew Sorrentino with Dave Stewart. Because I, as much as I love Gideon Falls art, and it's a lot of Andrea. It's the coloring, too. The coloring. There's a lot of coloring in there that does a lot. Yeah, but I was looking at for for some of those issues, just the detail, the pencils. And yep. when we got into all that, the other world stuff, and and they were just like little panels and little panels and little blocks and little blocks, and, and they were going around in the page, and it was like, holy shit, that's a lot of art. Sorrenti- I mean, she was, it was one, two for me between the, but on pure Sorrentino probably ended up being my number one out of those three. All great choices, but Joe, but Bennett, Joe Bennett wins. Joe Bennett, <laughs> Joe Bennett is so, clearly Well, well no, pick. I think we have two on Sorrentino uh, and two on Bennett, right? But Sorrentino wasn't on my list and Joe Bennett, I believe was on at least one of your lists. I was, I had Joe Bennett as number three. Yeah. Okay. I think Joe Bennett. So. Going so it's close. I think Joe Bennett wins it though. So going just from, because the book would not be the same without him. Well, not only that, but you had. Oh, sorry. I don't think you, you had, had Gideon Falls without Chad Andrew Moore. and Sorrentino. Yeah, I think number one. Thing. You had Sorrentino as your number one. Joe Bennett, Joe Bennett was, my, was the first one I thought of. Josh's yeah. number one. Yeah, it was my number one. It was Sorrentino. oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, it was between them and Trat. And tried more, but yeah. we, we both said it was our number one and your number one. Oh, so okay. this is a half and half. But so are we doing a split? No, split I, win? I, I kind of have to go with Josh. Bennett was on my list. It's and close. Yeah, it's it is. Real close. It's razor close. But what I find funny is winning the 2019 Rehabby for Best Artist of the Year after only I put him on my list last year. You fuckers, and made me <laughs> go with Gary Frank begrudgingly. <laughs> The winner, Joe, Joe Bennett. Bennett. Listen, if there were as many doomsday clocks as there were last year, this year, I'd probably give it to Gary. There Frank. was, there was three of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was, there was four last year. The ones last year were. No, no, actually, ten and eleven were the exquisite art yeah. fucking pieces. I don't no, know that I, that first Russia issue with yeah Fire the ones Storm. last yeah. the ones in twenty eighteen. Like I, I would forget what I was reading about just to look at the art, and that almost never happens, and it only happens in another book in Immortal Hulk. So, so okay, moving on to so comic event, comic event. Okay, I so I have three. I have Absolute Carnage, Deceased, and House of X. House of Powers, but. Well, yeah. House of X, House and Powers, however you want to put it. I have Deceased, and I have War of the Realms. Okay. So I really wasn't thinking Deceased as an event, but we'll move. It's yeah. an Elseworld. Well, but... they're they're continuing on with it. I'm yeah. I'm kind of considering it more of an event, I, more hey, than a limited I, hey, at series. Least two of us can p- considered an event, so yeah, oh, I'm all right with that. I just didn't... plus they did varying covers with it. Yep, so. I did. I didn't have that as my, but I had. Absolute Carnage, House and Powers, and Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock would be my number three. I didn't like the ending, and there were too few but issues I mean, this year. A- for absolute me to... Carnage as an event going into it. We I Absolute think we Carnage said, is an event. Yeah. N- number one, we said if you want to know what how to set up an event, number one of Absolute so, Carnage is it. My, how, how do you actually define an event as opposed to a mini or a maxi? I think 
ninety percent of it has to be like it's it's affecting continuity on it to every title, which deceased does not do. <clears throat> right, but but they're doing the they're doing more with deceased. They're doing or, more with deceased. Or creates a universe. Sure. Yeah, because there's more deceased stuff deceased coming is out. A very fast and loose pick for event. Um, but, I don't you know, know. No, I, mean, I, what, what I disagree. Events, I think what are deceased the events is... that even happened in DC and Marvel. We had we clearly had War of the Realms and Absolute Carnage. We had House and Contagion, House and Powers, twenty ninety nine, twenty ninety nine. I guess that was like the weakest one though. But it's an event. Well, aside from twenty ninety nine. Um, you had no, actually, your, I think 2099 had more books than Contagion did. You're, you're the villain? You're the villain. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're begrudgingly, the yes. Yeah, I mean, that's one of them. Um, that's an event. Doomsday Clock. The way I kind of see I'd, it is... I'd, Doomsday Clock's almost... I'd almost consider almost that more like of a, a limited series than I would an event. A, a limited series that affects overall continuity of its respective universe but deceased is doing more i still there there's more coming out it's weird that i consider it an event but i still consider it an event it has to be like a almost like an well look it's not my top pick for an event if that helps it's my top pick (laughs) what is deceased deceased as an event because it would affect it even though it was elseworld it affected everybody like it right it encompassed the whole universe um Aren't you arguing? Wait, hold on. I, he's arguing, I, I, he's I, arguing both sides. He's, right? he's, yeah. You're, it's you're, you're arguing it's that weird. it's not it's an event, but it's event, your pick. The event is like it's it's almost like a a satellite. God, this event. is podcast gold. This is what I strive for. No, it's Wait. like a satellite event. But it was so Aren't good you glad I asked that I'm, I'm considering no, the best event. No, not at all. Because <laughs> it's Wait, an event. I'm Listen, confused. In an else right. world, it is an event, and right. it was so Here, good. Drink to Neil, because. Which Neil? Peart. Okay. Because, you know, this passing. So, um, you're not sure that deceased is an event, but you're making that Listen, your event pick. My logic is that <laughs> events affect. He's breaking my brain. Events affect the entire universe that take place in. Deceased did that, albeit being a else world. But everything else, you're the but villain. But it's an event. Or... Yes. Yeah. No, that's but all I mean, we're saying. Deceased is could, an event. You could argue that, I mean, Tales from the Dark Multiverse, is that an event? I don't Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's my number one pick. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's my number one pick. Okay. All I right. don't know elsewhere. There but... you go. I don't, I don't know. Dave. An event to me has to affect the, uni- the, the main continuity. Hey, that's I left this wide open for this reason. So, Let me ask you this then. Tales of the Dark Multiverse. Is that in continuity? I believe it is because the Dark Multiverse is in continuity. It is now. metal. Look, two years Not ago, we would have put this, Batman but... Metal as an event. Yeah. Yes, because it was totally It was an event. event. Well, it was yeah, affecting continuity. Was but what, what's your number we, one, Paul? That, uh, My number one for event. Absolute Carnage. Well, I'm going to make this really easy. Absolute Carnage is my number one. It doesn't seem like Deceased is his. Yeah, yeah. Is absolute and Absolute Carnage, Carnage is my there number one. There you go. One. Absolute Carnage wins. So the comic book event of the year for 2019, according to the counselors here at Comic Book Rehab, is Absolute Carnage. Yeah, and without, the only reason without House question. and Powers did not get my... Because I loved House sucked. and Powers. Ending sucked. The ending, ending sucked. Ending killed it. And the follow-up is not there. 
I think next year, I think but that not. was it was still a good event that, you know, somebody came up to me with the hard card. Is this good? Yes, it's good. Yeah. That book is a good it's, read. It's one of the only events I talked about to people outside of the podcast. And again, look, if you want to jump back on the X stuff, follow what was going on. That is what exactly it did what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah it's a, a jumping, jumping on, on point, jumping off point. Well, I mean, as soon as you reach yeah. the end, it's like bail. Just get out of here. Get out I and mean, wait till the next fucking we're, we're, event. Al- we're already looking next year. I mean, I think we're all talking X4 next year. The Zdarsky X-Men Fantastic yeah. Four crossover. Oh, that's a limited. Yeah, that, yeah that's ha- a limited and an event. Right? You, ha- you have Empire. It's both. Which is you have Empire. A, that's an event. Which you have a great writer and a shitty writer con- collaborating. Oh, so. my God. We're going to have so good time with that. But We're reading all of that. We're going to make that you're homework. You're not Englishing too well. You need to stop. We put- need we need to make that homework that everybody has to read that one, Empire. Everybody has to read. fucking do homework when I was in school. Yeah, yeah but, but now Al, you have but, to. But Al Ewing wrote it. I know. With Dan Slot. You know I'm going to With Dan Slot. Yeah, everybody's got to read it. So, so we go. moving oh, on. Oh, God, this is terrible. So For we're best media- book, comic book meteor. meteor. So, this is this 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 was tough. Okay, I'll be honest with you. This got a lot tougher after last. Yeah, week. because you made it. I only have one I pick. Think. Mine was Joker. Really? Yep. Get out of it. Get out of my sore. Joker is um, my my only out of pick. out of my sore. Okay, so media. There's there's technically only two, Endgame, and Watchmen. I disagree. I disagree completely. I think Mandalorian. I didn't see Mandalorian. You, you need to. Well, I didn't. It's the best Star Wars thing to come out in my lifetime. But it's not inspired by comic books. Yes. Booyah, bitches. It has comic book ties only yeah. after. But, but only af- it is not it, it inspired by. From so comic we're going to disqualify Mandalorian. That's why. No, otherwise. That's comic book media. Nope. If Mandalorian was inspired by comic books, it would be my number one number of But I didn't even put it on my list because it is not inspired by comic books. It's a moot point because it's not going to win anyway. Why? Even though it would be on my list. It's why? not going to win because three of us have the same number right. one. And let, 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 let's get down to brass tacks. My list. Let me give my list first. Would have been Endgame, uh, Watchmen, The Boys, which I think I'm the only oh, one. Oh, that... yeah, you know what? But The Boys. The that's Boys my, is that's comic my, book uh, media. Yes, absolutely. That's tied. I'm going to put it Joker and The Boys. They're both fucking okay, amazing. Okay, there you go. I, I was going to say, did anybody else watch that besides me? Because that was I, excellent. Yes, yes. I, I, that was, and I was The Mandalorian. I head over and I totally forgot about it. I, I don't think we can put The Mandalorian It's a moot point because it's not going no, to win. No, my no, 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 no. But Watchmen. I don't think, I think Mandalorian qualifies. Mandalorian. I, I, I don't think Mandalorian qualifies. fantastic, but I'm not going to allow I don't think it qualifies. It's not. It does not qualify. I don't think you qualify. Do they not hear the fucking words that I am saying? No. Three no, out of three of us no, are probably no, picking no, watching. No, 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 no. Dave, if, Do it they does not, not hear the qualify. words that I'm fucking saying? If only he had said that, but he didn't because I didn't hear it. But <laughs> it does. I don't think it qualifies. I do not want to drag this out any longer. I've been sitting in this fucking chair for three hours. They're not comfortable. Watchmen. You have the best chairs we have here. Winner. Do you have a problem with Watchmen? 
No, that's no Watchmen's pick. a pick. All right, yeah. then it wins. I didn't watch it. And honestly, who watches? The honestly, Watchmen? there's you an entire hour and a half podcast I'm, I'm of me okay and Jimmy with, going. Hey, there's no four. way anything else is going to be Endgame this year. It didn't matter what I picked. That's why I only had one pick, and it was Joker. So and that we had no idea Watchmen was going to be. Forgot about the boys. I, so, no, I didn't. I thought about it before I came here, and then I totally forgot because I didn't put it in my phone. And so, my phone. our 2019 Rehabby Award it, winner for it, comic book meteor is Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah, it's Watchmen. Go see it now. It, yeah, it's if you haven't seen it, you need to. And that leads us to it's the our final, final Rehabby Award to the slot Bendis. Really? I struggled with it a little bit. But I struggled. I struggled. There's one book that came to mind as soon as I thought of this. Okay. The Slot Bendis Award. Josh, go with Superman your pick. Superman Year One. Dave. Superman Year One. Jimmy. I actually did make a top three of this because there were some shitty books. Number three, Coffin Bound. Didn't read it. Oh, didn't read it either. You are a hundred percent on the fucking mm-hmm. money. That is my. That is on my list now. Number two. Faithless. It was I, I got close. It was and, entertaining. Listen, you guys have to review. And I got number close one, to putting that on because it, when I think of just the worst book of the year, you have to put it there. Superman Year One. Okay, well, it seems like it's going to be a runaway, so mine doesn't matter. <laughs> what you forgot? Well, and and I put on. No, I will I put on Coffin Bound because you that was have, fucking you terrible. Might have a sleeper over there. You could honestly, I put. Bendis for the Superman reveal because it fucking he's I have to reveal my identity he's but yet not nobody but yet nobody knew I read again that the issue, issue that issue wasn't would, bad what I the reason put, for the, his reveal is fucking horrid yeah but that was but the here's only the thing, thing. Th- listen wait let, let me make my point okay what pushes Superman year one over the edge with that is not only is it shitty writing it's shitty art. Everything about Superman Year One was bad. And All three issues. You have a problem with a single issue that you read only because it was a a, a hyped up big deal. Look, and the look, reasoning is the only problem. Okay, you have with it. well, that's not my but, number one. My number one is Dan Slott for not just one issue, but two issues of Fantastic Four with the Incredible Hulk. Because that was fucking horrible. To be honest, I never read them. I just you caught me into the buying the one. Yeah, but you didn't read them. But Fuck, they were no, bad. I didn't read them. They were bad. They were bad. They like... were bad. So but, that's my number one. But year one was just year one was fucking. Look, was not you a guys single... are you guys are putting year one on there it. There's three to single... one. Hey, we have to tear to shreds. It's its category. There's not say. a single redeemable thing about this thing. Each issue. Was worse and, and, than and the last. And here's the thing: there was a redeemable quality to those two issues. At your number one, they had the Immortal Hulk in them. So, well, technically one issue, but yeah, yeah, he was a robot. The other, yeah, uh, but no, one was no, like, there's no redeemable in that. Oh, it was bad. Man. Yeah, he the, fucked a mermaid for no reason. Mermaid. He became king of Atlantis. <clears throat> Oh my god, that book was so bad. How was, is that even on your list? Did you read it? Yes, I actually liked the first issue. So, yeah, you know what? You know <laughs> but what? then again, he does like Ang Lee's Hulk. No, you know what? 
I remember during our our review of the first book, I said, you know, for a terrible writer or in a now terrible writer, no, and a terrible I re- artist, no, you were in my store saying I was in your I was in you your, said I said it wasn't you know, as bad as this I isn't as bad as I be. thought it was going to be. But then the next two issues but sealed its fate. But I'm going Garbage. by the first issue. Oh my god! And again, but I hated. What was I our pick s- last year? Slot, slot. Fantastic Four number Fantastic one. Four. Fantastic Four yeah, number this, one. This definitely, tr- like it. This one blows that one out of the water. No, I don't think works. it does. Simply because the visceral reaction for them just announcing slot on Fantastic Four. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't the only right. one. Someone yelled at the same time that announcement made in DC. Yes. All right. M- miles if you, if away. You have anecdotal evidence. I can't. I can't but, dispute that. So my number one pick is Doesn't still matter. those FF issues. Um, whatever numbers it was Listen, with the Hulk. Listen, if I actually read a slot book in this whole year, he'd probably win. But it was terrible. I, I, oh, I can't. God, I can't terrible. expose myself. Anyway, to that. so the Slot Bendis Memorial Award for worst book of the year goes to Frank Miller and JRJR. JRJR. Superman Year One. All righty. Any, okay. any new surprise categories this year? I know last year Jimmy got the best rant. Well, do, any do, do we want to go with best rant for the year at Comic Book Rehab? Honestly, I can't, I can't think of any. I think I give it to Dave. Really? I think I give you an award. You had, he had the best outbursts. He, he definitely yeah. had the angriest. I, I, w- I wouldn't say rant. He doesn't really rant. He doesn't really no, rant. no. He, it just, was, thre- he but, just threatens bodily harm. Or no, no. Leave. Yeah, but the. But when it's like we, he barely got two words into a review. I'll tell you what. Fuck you. And he stopped. Shortest review. Shortest review to, is Dave. Dave. Yeah. Short Dave for the shortest review. How's that? I don't think he even finished saying Transformers number five. <laughs> that was, one of, on that that was one of them. Yeah. Oh, no. My favorite round of the year. Um, no, no, no. Actually, he did go on a rant because uh, when we were going... Jimmy and I said, you know, he said his name. Hi, I'm Dave. And we're like, hi, Snowflake. He's like, what the fuck, Snowflake? He's like, well, we have to call you Snowflake. Oh. Billy Tushy said, fuck you. Fuck, fuck Billy, Billy Tushy. Tushy. <laughs> so I yeah, listened. You know what? For the fuck Billy Tushy, I'll give it to him. <laughs> I'll give him the fuck Billy Tushy. I listened- that was a good one. Hit him being pissed off about poetry. And my response to that still makes me... I still go back to that episode once in a while. (laughs) And what makes it better is, in the middle of my rant, he starts talking. Dave starts talking. You know, like the greats, like Chaucer and... (laughs) He ran out. Robert Frost. I think he says Robert Frost. And I'm like, and ran out of poets. I don't think he said Chaucer. I think he just said Robert Frost. And you're like, you ran out of poets, didn't you? (laughs) He's like, yeah. Oh, look at us reminiscing on all the glory rehabiness. So I guess if me, right, well, if you were to give, nominees. if you were to give each member an award for something, what would you give them? Paul, I would give you an award for the oldest human being I know. <laughs> the oldest human being. Thank you. Sure. Dave, I would, I would say the greatest amount of patience. <laughs> really. <laughs> You haven't struck anyone yet. That's Jimmy's right. no, hit, hit me. He hit Jimmy's me hit someone. Yeah, it was me. He hit you. 
What would Jimmy, you give Jimmy? Jimmy would just be the most deplorable human, <laughs> human being I know. That's a true story. So, there you go. There you go. Cheers. And you're just Cheers, Josh. Yeah. Well, mine, most surprising to be alive. And it was close between them two, but Paul just for strictly for age. Josh for being for, for Josh for being close proximity. <laughs> oh, Josh died the last time Jimmy farted. Just so you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm this like, is this is seriously like, a death like he died. He the last back. six months have been a death rattle. I'm, this is my death throes as I as I succumb. Most surprising moment of the year. Oh no, that has to wait for next year. Oh. I was going to give you the most surprising moment of the year for having <laughs> the a fact date. that he has a date. <laughs> Well, we haven't seen it yet, so we'll see. I'll send pictures. I thought it was going to be pronouncing whatever on already pronounced Facebook. Mm-hmm. The Hooked on Phonics Pronunciation Award <laughs> to Dave. Oh, oh, that's that's glorious. Well, the, actually, the, the OSHA Award to not falling off any chairs this year. <laughs> but he did he did, did run into a wall at the foundry. <laughs> yeah, no, that was last year. That was that was last year. He's right. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had any bodily injuries here this year. No. <laughs> but um, uh, with the interviews this year, uh, the Bob McLeod interview would definitely be oh my the God. better. Not, not, and again, not taking away from Anthony. The Anthony interview was good. He said a hey, lot of good stuff. Anthony had a better interview Bob McLeod just told stories that were but I so love that. Amazing. Oh my god, I love that. We didn't ask any questions. We're like, hey, why don't you tell us about just, just tell us stuff, anything. the Marvel stuff. And he just gushed, and it was like, oh my just god, tell us stories. Just fucking <laughs> any. I was just telling people. I was like, listen, what was it like back we have then, an Bob? Interview air quotes for for Bob McLeod, but he just talks about him the selling his van. It was great. To fucking New York, it was great. and then. Don't get- yeah, we're not knocking it. It was great. Oh, yeah, it was incredible. But 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 Anthony also he when I I listened back to it, I said Jimmy is saying, you know, you know, I didn't remember a lot because a lot of times when I'm doing the interviews, I'm mindful of their time and I'm trying to move things along and just like, That's okay, why I'm I watching only had time. One question, so. And and you know, I was trying to do the same with Anthony and it's like after I listened to it, it's like Damn, he said a lot of good shit. You know, he he actually, you know, he did really well with that. So I'm I'm, I'm thankful for both of our interviews that we had this year. Uh, we will have more next year. Um, we got a lot of things lined up, and we're gonna have some great ones. And I and, and I am mindful of time. Spoiler: We will have Billy Tucci on an interview, Full House. I'm not gonna be mindful of his time because Billy likes to fucking talk. So that will a be a three-hour podcast, but it'll be exquisite because Billy loves Billy to talk. Billy fucking Tucci. Billy fucking Tucci loves to talk. If we don't get a fuck you, Billy Tucci from Dave. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the cold open. He's going to walk and I'm going to go, fuck you, I'm not a snowflake. <laughs> Welcome to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. We have Billy Tucci and uh, fuck but you, yeah. Billy Tucci. <laughs> well, no, you know, if it does not open that way, I will not listen to it. Uh, look. Not that I listen to any yeah, and the funny anyway. thing is, is we, we did the interview and he's like, oh, yeah, hey, be good to you, each other. And, you know, go fuck, fuck yourself, yourself, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he ended it. And that's that's Billy. And it, when I told him about I was like, if we were in uh, day, uh, Jimmy and I were in New York and I was like, hey, we put your podcast up and 
I said right after we did the thing, it, it, Jimmy and I called him Snowflake, and Dave got all fucking defensive and he said, "Fuck Billy Tushy." He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> fuck Billy Tushy." <laughs> he loved it. He's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." And for the uh, for the rehabby for most listened to episode of the year, me and Paul for our end game review. Clearly, you two are holding us back. Let's end this. <laughs> I'm the maestro. Thank you for listening. I'm the Mad Hatter, and fuck you, Billy Tucci. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel almost live. Least listened to episodes, Josh. <laughs> and you have been listening to the award-winning Rehabbies. Be good to each other. <laughs>